There are lots of ways to grow your business and today I'm tackling a big one, using models. Today I'm breaking down how you're losing money for no reason and how exposure isn't the dirty word many photographers think that it is. Hey boudoir photographers, are you ready to be totally booked out with high paying clients? I'm Tracy Lynn and I went from side hustle photographer to running a million dollar boudoir photography business working just 30 hours a month. That's right, just 30 hours a month. On this podcast, I tell you how I did it and how you can too. Hey there and welcome back. First of all, if you're watching the video, thank you so much for joining me on YouTube. Well, I want to tell you a really quick story. Just a few minutes ago, I was recording my YouTube video for next week and I most definitely did it without lashes. Could not figure out why I looked so different until after I recorded the video, I was already done and I was most definitely not re-recording. <laughs> so if you go watch that video, please just ignore the fact that my my eyes look really sleepy. That's just all there is to it. So anyway, what I want to talk about is using models to grow your business. So there's lots of ways to grow your business. And what I want to do is just tackle why using models isn't really that bad. I want to talk about how you're losing money and you don't have to and how maybe exposure isn't the dirty word many photographers think that it is. Let's be honest, exposure is something a lot of photographers get so offended by and believe me, I've heard it over and over and over. Exposure doesn't pay the bills. I don't think they accept exposure when I'm paying my electric bill. Exposure doesn't pay my mortgage. And listen, I get it. You're right. They don't accept exposure when you're paying your bills, but I still want to reframe your mindset around the topic of exposure. First of all, the reason my photography business was as successful as it was, as fast as it was in 2016 and 2017 is because of exposure. I photographed the right women at the right time and those women, they were promoting me and telling all their friends about me. At that point, it had nothing to do with SEO or my blogs or emails or any marketing strategy I talk about regularly. Those things take time. The literal reason that I was so successful so quickly was because I put myself out there with the right women and they knew a bunch of my ideal clients. My schedule booked out because they promoted me. And here's the thing, I went into each session with a very strategic mindset. We're going to talk more about that in a few minutes. But another thing that I want you to understand is sometimes you have to start from the bottom and work your way up. You're not going to just open your photography business and start booking immediately. Although I swear some photographers think that that happens. They think if they just start their Instagram, start their Facebook page, post a few times, clients are just going to beat down their doors. It's definitely not going to happen like that. And finally, I want you to know that when you're building your portfolio, you need to build one that's going to attract your ideal clients, the person that you love working with and to build that portfolio, well, it's gonna take some free work, unfortunately. Set aside your pride and think about long-term goals. My biggest piece of advice, I do think that you can be very intentional about your portfolio. You don't need to run a free model call to find these models. In episode four, I talked about how I booked seven sessions while on a three-day vacation. That's a really good one to go check out when you have time. So maybe mark that as the next one you're gonna listen to. 
If you're listening to this on YouTube, by the way, you'll have to go to your favorite podcast app or go to my website and you can get the link there, tracylincoaching.com slash podcasts. So let's talk about the first thing you need to do to stop losing money as a boudoir photographer, and that's to reframe your mindset about models. We've talked about it a little bit, but, and I've mentioned how a lot of photographers don't want to work for exposure already. I get it. Like I said, I don't want to either. So we're reframing your mindset around working with models as being more than shooting for exposure. Instead, we're looking how it can build a stream of referrals for your boudoir business. The thing is, a lot of boudoir clients do not want to share their images. I totally get that. I grew up in a tiny Midwestern town and I would never have wanted my boudoir images shown. Just thinking about the judgment makes me cringe. If you're in the same boat in a super conservative town, you're going to have to work around not having enough content for your social media, unfortunately. Although now that it's 2023, most clients are so much more open to boudoir sharing their images. So that's a plus, but there are definitely still clients who want to keep their photos private. And sometimes it's not even that they want to keep them private because they're conservative. It's that they're protective of their privacy or want to be respectful of their partner definitely understand that as well. Shooting with models eager to share the images that helps eliminate the hurdle. And another thing though, not every woman who gives you permission to share her images, they're not all going to be your exact ideal client or have the look you want to share. And when you're thinking about your portfolio, you need to see your ideal client in the images if you want to book more of her. It's not to be offensive that you don't want certain clients or certain women in your portfolio. Some of them just don't give you the expression or the feeling no matter how hard you try. So there are reasons other than you don't want that particular woman in your portfolio. There are definitely other reasons for not including her. Even if you do include her, she just may still not be the person that you want at a bridal fair or something like that, like in your albums. And I say this all the time to my coaching clients, especially when they're going to a vendor fair. If you're going to a bridal fair, you need to bring wall portraits and albums that brides want to look like so she can visualize herself in front of your camera. All of these reasons are why I have content days in my boudoir business in the form of model sessions. On these content days, I try to photograph five to seven models in one day so that I wouldn't need to do another content day for several months. I don't want to spend all my shooting time doing free sessions. And one more thing, content days can also allow you to experiment with different posing or props that maybe you haven't tried before because the day is so much more focused on producing work that you love more than just creating photos for your clients. There's a difference. So it's a very collaborative day and you get to produce the work that you want to produce. The next thing you need to do to stop losing money as a boudoir photographer is do your research when booking models. At this point, I've told you why I think you need to work with models, but I also think that you can be very strategic about the models you actually work with. Because here's a trick, I don't want you to actually book models. Let me explain. Instead of just picking random models, I want you to actually research these women that you might want to photograph. And I want to recommend that you find influencers and other business owners instead of actual models. Don't waste your time photographing just regular models who've worked with the 30 other photographers, they're going to have no loyalty to you. Instead, what I want you to do is research local business owners and local influencers. 
Find some who fit your ideal client description, age group, most importantly, serve your ideal client, meaning whether they're influencers or business owners, they need to have an audience that's full of your ideal client. And I think over the past few years, especially with TikTok and the TikTok shop, we've all seen how well influencer marketing can work. And I think it works better than any other form of advertising. And that's why I really recommend researching local influencers with audiences of different ideal clients who are local, of course, or businesses who serve your ideal client locally. And here's a few examples, just in case you're wondering. For a boudoir photographer, you might want to try local nurse injectors, hair and makeup artists, female tattoo artists, fitness instructors. I want you to get really creative here. I worked with some of each of these and they all helped me accelerate the growth of my business. The most important thing here though, you need to make sure they aren't working with other photographers or if they are, that you give them such an amazing experience that they only want to refer you. Your goal should be twofold here. Add amazing images to your portfolio that your ideal client is going to go crazy over and make your model feel and look so good that they can't wait to send your ideal clients to you so that they can also have an amazing experience. The fitness instructor that I work with locally actually works with other photographers, but when she's recommending other boudoir photographers to her, she recommends my business because she knows I'm going to take amazing care of her clients. And if you want to hear about this um, local business owner, it's Jillian Hughes. I think she was like episode 10 or so. The most important thing, though, is that you need to make it clear that you are the best of the best in the business, in your area, and the local luxury for your genre. I want to tell you a really quick story. A few years ago, I worked with a local nurse injector who had definitely referred clients to me. That's amazing. I photographed her. I gave her the full experience. Her session turned out amazing. You can still see it on my Instagram. However, while she was in my makeup artist chair getting ready for the session, she was telling my artist about this amazing, really high-end photographer she had booked a boudoir session with, and I was really shaken and disappointed. Didn't she understand why I was doing the session with her? Like, this session, this experience, the situation, totally my fault. I didn't do my research or ask the questions I needed to ask or explain to her what I was gifting her with in exchange for client referrals to make sure she understood the actual value of what I offered her. I was definitely offering her a very high dollar amount of images and the experience. It was totally my fault and a learning experience for sure. So make sure that you're very clear with what you're offering. Make sure the business you work with understands the value and what you expect in return. Most of the time it's going to work out. Sometimes you're definitely going to get to learn what you didn't do correctly the hard way like I did. Hey there, I write a newsletter every week where I cover photography business, marketing strategy, industry happenings, client wins, celebrations, and so, so much more. It's just for you and you can get on the list right now at rebrand.ly slash TLC newsletter. And I will, of course, link that in the show notes as well. The third thing you need to do to stop losing money as a boudoir photographer is reach out to the business owner or influencer. At this point, you have done your research and you know who you want to work with. All that's left is reaching out and making the connection. 
That's absolutely the thing that intimidates most photographers. Probably the most asked question I get in regards to this model session technique is, do you have a script for reaching out to business owners or influencers? And unfortunately, I don't. It's different in every single situation. Some connections I make on Instagram, some I've made because I actually went to that specific business and made a purchase or booked a service. For example, one med spa that I work with, I get my Botox and facials done there. One day during my treatment, I approached them about giving gift cards to clients who might want a boudoir session, and they were so excited to offer them. Some connections, on the other hand, I make because I walked into the business with an album and I literally said, listen, I think we would work really well together. The worst thing that a business can do is say no. The first no hurts a whole lot more, but after that first no, you get used to it and it doesn't bother you hardly at all. Do you see how you can just approach each business in a genuine way with intentions to actually just make the connection and build a friendship? Let the business relationship happen and then approach them with what you offer. I mean, we can all use local friendships and connections, right? We're business owners. We're sitting here by yourself all the time. I hate that I don't have a specific script for you or an answer on how you can make those connections, but as you can see, it's just going to be different in every single situation. One thing that I do want to recommend is that when you approach these businesses, focus on being genuine in your request and clear with your intentions. Think about how it can benefit their business. Yes, you are gifting them a session and images, but you're also asking them to give you time and then referrals. So put yourself in their shoes and try to imagine what would make your offer perfect for them as well. As we close out this episode, I want you to see how you have the power to build a very intentional portfolio. And you need to be very intentional about your portfolio to build the business that you want. Build it in a way that will help your ideal clients visualize themselves in front of your camera. You don't need to run a free model call to find these models. You can find models that perfectly align with your goals. You can build connections with local businesses or influencers, and they're going to appreciate being photographed by you. And they're going to send clients to you because they know that you will take amazing care of their clients, their friends, and their family. My biggest recommendation, be intentional with your time. No, we don't want to work for exposure. I agree. But we can work with the right businesses and eventually see a huge ROI from that quote free session. If you want to try more marketing strategies like this one, I want to recommend that you check out my free masterclass called The Booked Out Photographer. In this 30-minute training, you're going to learn the three things every boudoir photographer needs to create a marketing strategy that brings clients in on autopilot without costing you thousands of dollars or requiring wasted consults. It is jam-packed with marketing strategy, and I will link this in the show notes, so be sure to check it out. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sustainable Freedom with Boudoir Photography. Please be sure to rate and follow so that you never miss an episode. They drop every Thursday and they're always full of super actionable information for you to apply right now in your boudoir business. Until then, make your next shoot your best shoot.